0: Hi and welcome to the Female Health Podcast. My name is Mary Jo McGuire, owner of MJ Nutrition. I have a degree and master's in nutritional science and I'm studying to be a nutritional therapist also. I work with women every day who want to lose weight, improve their relationship with food, hack their hormones, regulate their cycle, restore their periods, learn about nutrition for hormonal balance, help women come off the pill and lots more. This podcast will be a place to talk about all things female health related, from periods to the pill, weight loss, diets, fertility, acne, PMS, and lots, lots more. I hope this platform to be educational and empowering, so women can take charge of their health, their hormones, so they can feel and look their best at all stages. Hi and welcome to the Female Help Podcast. This week I have another new episode and it's a different type of episode than I've ever done before. It's with um, one of my clients, one of my lovely clients who's worked with me. Uh, her name is Leah. I am really excited to have her on. Uh, Leah and I have worked together from, I'm going to say June or July. Uh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And so we've been working together and she's just finished up with me now. Um, but I really wanted to get her on um, because she had a really she had great progress with me um yeah she made some really good progress uh she was an amazing client uh I felt like one of those like really good clients it does what like I advise to do <laughs> for once off. in my life <laughs> but uh no she was we we got on really well and it was great to um to work with and see her progress but I'm not going to speak uh for her uh, or tell her story Uh, I'm going to pass it over to Leah to like I suppose introduce yourself a little bit um first thing I'm going to say thanks for coming on I really appreciate it um but yeah just kind of like let us know a bit about who you are and maybe a little bit about your like your diet history or you know what made you maybe start thinking about getting into working with me I guess and kind of like the, the your history really I guess if you want to. Yeah sure so thank you for having
1: me on. Um, <laughs> so obviously yeah, I'm Leah and um, I suppose just background on me is that I suppose nutrition has always been something that I have been interested in because I think I've been an athlete if we want to call myself an athlete for uh many years I've done like loads of different types of sports and um yeah for me like nutrition has just been something that I've always looked into so I think originally like my my background would have been weightlifting and sure with weightlifting um like I was always competing to be like a 58 kilo lifter. So I was always probably a lot lighter than what I should have been for the height and size that I am. And so I was working with a nutritionist then, and then I dropped weightlifting and I went into mountain biking and, um, was working with a nutritionist then the pandemic came then bad periods came and then you came along <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah the, the bad periods were they always there or they were just kind of more like during during the COVID time or like was, um... so well,
1: I'd say it's a bit of both so I think for me personally like I think like every other girl I went on to the pill when I was 15 and I was on it pretty much my whole life and then yeah. like One day, I kind of just like I woke up and I'd been listening to like a few different types of podcasts, and I've been reading a book. I think it was like how to repair your period or something. There was some sort of there's a book out now as well, and I was following different people on Instagram, kind of similar age as me, and my friends were kind of having kids and everything else. So I was thinking like you know, I kind of, I wanted to get off the pill to be honest with you. That's what the main thing was. I wanted to come off that. So came off that and uh, I actually got a copper coil. So that's, that was my first step into coming off hormones. So I got a, I got a copper coil and I had a copper coil for about a year. My periods were okay. And then I started to have issues with my copper coil and I was getting like really bad pains in my pelvis and I had to go to a gynecologist. And that kind of brings us into polycystic ovaries and PCOS and everything else. So long story short, the gynecologist said, like, you know, I recommend that you get the copper coil removed. And but off the side of that, then I wanted to talk to her about my periods because they were getting really quite bad at that time. Yeah. So um. so, yeah, so basically she took took the coil out, went back for a consultation with her. And she was basically saying, well, look, you you have you have PCOS and PCOS. you know the best thing that you can do is just you know keep yourself slim don't put on any weight and that was it and I was thinking well that's great because I mean I'm kind of doing that already and like it's not really helping my periods like but you know I as I got signed off and that was her that was her way of fixing me like was just to stay slim yeah. I know so, and you were like
0: that was you like being like a pretty like lightweight athlete really watching totally. your diet and everything totally. yeah totally that so yeah. really frustrating to hear yeah definitely and that's like so common like you know just be like the weight loss or pill is the solution sorry and what was I gonna say well, like, that's
1: what she had said she told me to she goes we can put a marina coil we can give you the marina coil we can put you back on hormones and I was like sure what's that gonna do like
0: yeah you'd obviously at that point like figured out like that you you know the hormones weren't the answer to no the PCOS and no. remember we were talking I remember when we were working together with the PCOS it they didn't do bloods for you did they? No nope. nope. yeah. they didn't do bloods at but all. I was, so always like kind of like mm-hmm. wary of your PCOS diagnosis because of that as well because they only kind of confirmed based on like the scans, the scans. and like yeah. that's something I see like a bit as well it's just something that just to be aware anyone who's listening that Definitely. PCOS diagnosis is not just cannot be confirmed by scan alone you do need to get blood done to see if there is elevated androgens and that's like one of the requirements and you were getting like regularish periods weren't you that was oh yeah there were like
1: 25 days yeah. like there were every 25 days there were she said that to me she was like are they regular and I was like yeah they're every 25 days and she was like oh you have nothing to worry about and I was like no there's something terribly wrong here (laughs) Like, yeah yeah
0: so what tell people like what was so wrong with your periods like what were you going through every month
1: so like where do I start so like I think I think the biggest thing for me was just the actual pain of them like you know I went to my I went back to my GP and she was saying to me like oh I'll just give you a prescription for Ponston and she gave me a prescription for like 100 Ponston and just you know that, that's your kind of your solution and she was like don't take any more than three a day and I was like okay grand and I was taking my three a day and it was doing absolutely nothing I was doubling up on the doses I mean I had to take two Ponston three times a day minimum and like I was waking up in the middle of the night in an absolute jock like and I mean in in terms of quality of life like the just how heavy it was like I was leaking through things like tampons didn't work for me because it was so heavy and it was just like it was just so like it's just I dreaded it every single month every single month I absolutely dreaded it like it was just horrendous and it was such a it was just such a yeah you know it, my whole life was put on hold when yeah. I knew it was coming because I could not function I could not function like
0: that's how bad yeah. it was like that's crazy how much like that like when you put it like into words like that how much how debilitating that is like that's like oh, the horrendous. definition of debilitating like it's being in that much pain waking up at night having to, like taking that much medication and still not doing anything and then not okay. being able to see a tampon not like take absorbing nothing, your nothing. so and like, I always
1: used to be very afraid like because like I, I like I mountain bike and like I was always afraid yeah. of races and I remember thinking oh my god please don't let it come the day of a race because I actually I couldn't my hand-eye coordination was gone I was just like it's not nice kind of you know wearing like your cycling gear and thinking like okay I'm gonna have I know. a period all over this like it's just horrendous like yeah like that not, was the next thing I was like, gonna say
0: to you especially as you as an athlete like you know you need to be on like top form energy wise and I'm sure you feeling like that Forever. like drags you down and that was another thing you came to me for wasn't it it was energy like that was oh I was it. wrecked yeah
1: wrecked like I was just like you know so you know that was another thing for me and I was I was constantly craving sugar like yeah. just, uh, like I used to wake up in the morning and I was like you know like I'd wake up first thing in the morning I'd be like I need I need something sweet I'd be like I need a honey or something I I always kind of thought like I never thought anything of it because I always thought like oh it's just because I'm training so much and you know I just have a really like I know I I was just I always kind of put it down to that but you know that's why then when I did a master class with you and you were going through the different types of PCOS and you were talking about insulin resistance and like all of that stuff just hit home for me and I was like that's exactly what I have. Like, that's exactly what I have. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, like basically then we start working together and making some changes and like for anyone, like, I suppose if they had a senior, your diet or whatever, like there was nothing wrong with it. Like it was really like there was proteins in there. There was good fats in there. there There's carbohydrates in there. So like, you know, it wasn't like there was a real obvious thing what do you think for you was the biggest game changer to start making things improve what do you think so
1: I definitely think the the getting the right protein first thing in the morning uh, and balancing out the blood sugar levels like first thing in the morning when you wake up I think that was a total game changer for me like and you know because I was having protein in the morning but I wasn't having enough like and I think that was something that we were working on and the other thing for me then was like you know when I think back of my morning my old morning routine like I used to kind of get up I might go down make a cup of tea make a coffee run out the door go into work like do an hour and a half of meetings and then at 11 o'clock I might yeah. be like oh I should probably have some breakfast now like yeah. and that is all completely stopped. like when I get yeah. up in the morning now I'm like get up brush my teeth go downstairs and have a breakfast straight away like yeah. and that's been a total total game changer yeah. like total game changer
0: yeah, yeah yeah and that's it like I suppose for anyone who is listening who's got any issues with periods like one of the main the the what I wanted to, what we worked on was really supporting your stress levels and like even though it mightn't seem like your food is helping with stress it actually is how you eat impacts your stress hormones and how much stress hormones you're producing and if you've got high level stress hormones you know this by now I preach this to you every week and like taught you more so than preached <laughs> I hope um it reduces your your progesterone and that can lead to a low lucia, a short luteal phase and painful periods. So, yeah, that's why we worked on stress. So, you eating first thing in the morning, the reason for that was, for any listening is because it was signaling to your brain that you were getting nourishment in early, you were satiating yourself and that the body was being the cells were getting the nourishment that it needed early on in the morning and um, which is fueling them whereas it conversely what you were doing beforehand was just giving it caffeine and on an empty stomach which is just triggering adrenaline and cortisol again there's nothing wrong with caffeine but it's how you have your caffeine in your day after a meal is much more preferable for hormones rather than before a meal on an empty stomach and it was these kind of things that we did like that changed but like for for working with you your habits and routine were a big part of your progress and also like the your mindset on stress like where, where stress came from I think do you want to like talk a bit about? yeah
1: that? totally totally so that two things there and as you said like the the habits were like that was the first thing that we we focused on and then it kind of led into the stress then as well so for me like when I was looking at my day like you know as we know every week I was saying it like I was looking at my morning routine and my evening and routine and like just the stress then that was linked to that so like you know I think from from my perspective like you were saying to me like you know you have stresses that you can't really do much about so like your job like things like that you can't really do much about but then there was all, all these other stresses that I was putting on my body like spinning classes like that was another thing that we looked at yeah you were saying to me like okay well do you really need to do spin in like two or three days a week and I was like well no actually I probably don't and like I changed my cycling around like and I did kind of long like just kind of steady rides for an hour as opposed to like spinning, spinning classes. I looked at my like this is the thing like you helped me look at everything. Like I was looking at like my social media, like I was like cutting down social media in the mornings I bought coloring books back into my life I have read more books in the last five months than I probably have in the last 10 years like so it was like looking at my life like from a helicopter view and it was like like looking at where these stresses were and just trying to eliminate them and just like how much it just had this knock-on effect to everything else like my sleep like remember like my sleep was like maybe seven hours a night and like now it's gone up to like nine nine and a half hours like minimum like that was something else that we looked at was sleep so like a big thing for me was stress that was a huge huge thing for me and just looking at where you can eliminate stresses in your life and just like alternative things that you can do and still get loads of enjoyment out of it like
0: yeah and that's it like I that's what I, I really like that's what I see a lot with lines uh like yourself and like you don't realize that you're stressed and you're like oh I I asked are you actually stressed yeah not too bad it's fine but like when we actually like break it down and like that one that you gave an example of the spinning like again this isn't to say spinning is is wrong or bad or anything no. like that but a high intensity interval training or a high intense training like that can be a stressor on the body particularly for females or a pre-menopausal uh, women, so like all of, most studies that are done, like ben- showing the high or highlighting the benefits of say spinning, for example, or intermittent fasting, are done on men, and a lot can maybe be done on post women. That it's t- does is not relatable to us at the moment uh, at our age um and the impacts of stress like that like that exercise does have um has been shown to have impact then on our female on our cycle so in your case it really like shortened your luteal phase and massively lowered your progesterone and so you're not making enough progesterone which and then the proof of that was when you reduce your stress you got a longer cycle and like when we say longer, it wasn't really long. It was around the twenty-eight days. So you yep. were having a short a short cycle of twenty-five. and moved up to twenty-eight days. But they were the pain-free was the biggest thing for you. Oh, I totally,
1: think. totally. And like just to like just to give you an example, like we were just talking about this. But like I like I broke I broke my leg like two weeks ago, and I basically like I fractured my leg on the Sunday, right? And I got my period on the Monday, and I was just like, this is bliss. Like, and I remember thinking I was so afraid that like because yeah. like. I remember thinking back to like, if I had a got like say fractured my leg, like six months ago, I actually don't even know how I would have coped with the leg fracture and the periods, like because they were that bad. So like, you know, it just caught co- all the work that we've done, like it's just just been it's just been such a just a life-changing experience for me, like it really has. Like yeah.
0: Yeah, and like I think you're like the a poster for someone like who's going through like period pains and debilitating periods and yeah. like really bad PMS as well that you don't yeah. have to go through this and like you literally were on like six ponst in a day, like you know, so oh, totally. to, to go from there to now being pain-free where we and we didn't have any like medication in there I think you nope. may t- taking some Nurofen now and again did you maybe or-
1: Nurofen like now and then but yeah, like yeah nowhere like I mean I couldn't even I like Nurofen were not even up there for me yeah, yeah, they did yeah. absolutely nothing like yeah, yeah, <laughs> might as yeah. well have been eating a packet of Skittles like they were just not on the radar for me at all like that's what I'm saying like, this has just been a co- like I said it to you the last time I was like I literally took two paracetamol and like that was it and yeah, I was just like yeah. this is unheard of for me
0: and the other thing we were talking about there was like you obviously increase your protein and um we're more conscious of that with every meal um, yes. and also you kind of swapped out your exercise a little bit um yeah. some people listeners might be thinking but like were you tracking did you did you gain weight things like that like like obviously like you did make those small changes but was there mm-hmm. any impacts of that for you or did you no. worry about that did you
1: no. No. no no so I think I think like from my perspective like um like I just wanted to I just want to be a healthy woman I want to be a healthy female and I think that that's maybe something that's easier to accept when we're in our mid-30s it might be something harder for maybe someone in their teens and their early 20s and just the pressures that all the girls are on these days but like you know if I could give anyone any word of advice it's just like you know just mind yourself and your monthly cycle and your hormones and like you know like to be honest with you like I wasn't I didn't even really step on the scales that much with you because I didn't really give you measurements that much or no. anything because I was just like I don't care whatever I need to do just to fix my hormones like the rest will follow like yeah you know what I mean because if you're balancing your blood sugar levels and you're eating protein and your mind and yourself like the rest will actually just follow and again like just coming from like you know, coming as a like, as if if I want to call myself an athlete or whatever, like as a cyclist, but like, you know, I was able to reduce back my training and still get the results that I wanted. So like removing some of the stresses actually did have a really positive effect on my training, on my hormones, on my periods. So like I was, it was just a win, win, win for me with all of this
0: yeah like because that's definitely something that we talked about at the start like was your like cycling was a huge part of your life and and, and, like that wasn't going to to change and like I was obviously never going to suggest that anyway but it was about like working that into your your life Um, and and like we talked about whether we track and do like a big like you know micromanage your calories and and the, the the macros but uh you were able to do it pretty really much intuitively um throughout yep. the whole the, the whole time um and also like we wanted to make sure that your performance was like been improving we it wasn't just like staying the same we wanted to make sure it was improving and like there are some weeks you're reporting like amazing results in your races like I feel so bad talking to this now I actually had your injury like oh it's so sad like because you were doing so well and then you get you she fell off her bike it's so sad but um um, hopefully it won't be for so long for too long We'll, we'll hope for that but yeah like that's what we talked about as well so like we really want to make sure that you were like getting the performance that you wanted without being, becoming obsessed with calories. And I, I know you weren't like kind of in that headspace, but at the same time, I don't think you really were that bothered about doing it. You'd done it before. So I don't yeah. think you want to do it again.
1: Yeah, because I think coming from like, so as I said, like originally, like when I was Olympic weightlifting, um, like I, I wouldn't necessar- necessarily say I was obsessed with calories. I was more obsessed with making weight, but I suppose it's the same thing. Mm, but it's because yeah. I was competing as a 58 kilo lifter and I mean like right now I'm probably walking around at like 62 63 kilos so like if you think about I was five kilos lighter than what I am now and competing at that weight but that was the environment I was in and that's okay like and I know loads of girls that do that and that's fine it just didn't work for me like it just wasn't right for me and it wasn't right for my hormones and my conditions and everything else but yeah like coming back to like I wasn't I never really obsessed over like food I never have but that's just the way I am as a person like and I know that there are people out there that do struggle with these things like but I just think in my case when I went to you I was just like I just want you to fix my hormones and I want you to fix my periods and whatever I have to do I will do but it's yeah as you said like I think we had always said like just listening to that intuitive eating and just eating when I'm hungry and like to be honest with you like I actually was starting to drop a bit of weight towards the end but I think it's just because I'd kind of ramped up my training a bit like but because we'd worked on so much I was happy enough with fueling myself because remember yeah. like fueling myself on the bike was another thing we looked at like yeah yeah and yeah. Um, because I think like I like originally I was fueling myself with like uh, like rice krispie squares and caffeine shots and gels and all of that kind of stuff like and I like eliminated all of that stuff overnight like and I remember like I remember one day I had a race and I came I was checking in with you that week and I was saying to you oh my god like it was horrendous and like it affected my bells and yeah your digestion was, just, was really oh, affected it was by really it yeah. affected and you were like well can you just take it out and I was just like she said I never really thought of that because I've always just done it this way like so just looking at even the how I feel myself on the bike and I mean I was going out and like burying myself at racing and I felt fine because I was feeling myself properly I wasn't eating all the crap I was bringing it back to basics and eating like the dried fruit and the fruit fruit nothing the trail mixes and all that stuff and it you know it just helped my periods and I was still doing well on the bike so it was just like a win-win again like
0: Yeah. And that's another thing that I would, I always come back to, if your digestion is off, your hormones are going to be off because like, that's where we digest, assimilate our food. And you know, it's really like, it's, if we're not like, getting a, proper nutrition basically because we're not digesting enough that's going to impact her her hormones or stress levels etc and um, so that's one it's really important part and also then if we're not digesting or food um her digestions off too, we'll probably have higher levels of estrogen which you definitely mm. did because yeah. your periods were so so heavy like heavy heavy periods are a real mm. sign of a lot of estrogen in the body and an imbalance between estrogen and progesterone so that was one thing we really worked on as well and like they were come like you were getting and you still like you would always kind of this kind of shows the impact of stress a really stressful day in the office you would have a really bad bowel day and then you'd be completely normal the rest of the days like but whenever there was a stressor on your body and an acute stress like really bad work day you would have something and always notice that for you like
1: always always and again but even but even just that awareness alone like just that awareness that I now have like it's like you know, if I have a stressful day in the office and say if I had a loose bowel that evening, I'm like, well, what do you expect, Leah? So, yeah. you know, go to bed early, have a shower, light a candle, relax, and just get ready for the day tomorrow, get your nine hours sleep. And I now kind of know what, it's just how I just have much more of an awareness of my body, like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. And what other tips would you have for like managing stress? Like, I'd say just on a general level for, for people listening to this. So like, it's not like you've got like this really like, Um, easy. I wouldn't say hard life, but easy. Like you've got a lot going on. Do you know what I mean? Like you're you're racing. You had a really stressful job. There's other personal stuff going on in your life as well. So it wasn't like it it wasn't plain sailing at all. So and like there's so many people in that position of net. Like that's like stress. Isn't it affects those people basically the ones who've got a lot going on. So how did you cope with all that, and what would be your tips for for anyone listening?
1: Yeah. So I think like I definitely think for me like the like the morning and the evening routine were big big game changers for me and uh, like again talking about like bringing it back to basics here like for me it was like getting up in the morning making my bed like all these little habits that would have like knock-on effects with how I'm gonna like how I'm gonna behave and perform and work and you know also like knowing how valuable my time is so like you know when I used to talk to you about work I'd be like "Oh, I'm working my lunch break and you know if I get 10 minutes I'll just you know scoot out the door and go for a quick walk and blah 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 blah. and I was you know you were saying to me like take your lunch break don't eat at your desk like stuff that we hear people saying all the time like but just really valuing my time like and another thing that we worked on was like you know if I feel myself getting really tense throughout the day and stressed is like deep breaths yeah. just taking a few minutes taking some deep breaths throughout the day and then you know the other thing that you spoke to me about was like you know I, like my my evening routine and like giving time like how like valuing my time so I was saying to you like there's evenings now where like I literally get my phone and I just chuck it into the spare room and I close the door over and I don't even look at my phone because a phone was a big thing for me as well, yeah, I think well phones are big things for everyone yeah. and they're Really big stresses on people's lives. And yes, that was a big thing for me was getting rid of the phone. I remember I'd be on to you going, my screen time is down twenty four percent again this week, but like my advice would be like everyone needs to value their own time and like don't be doing things to like please other people. Like if you've had a bad day at work, like go home, like you know, l- like light a candle color, like coloring was something I started doing again. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, colouring going to bed early like going to bed on t- like I I and I cut out tv remember like that was yeah. another thing so like I was, it's not that I was ever a huge tv person I wasn't but like like I used to kind of sit down and watch tv at night or whatever but like I just basically cut that out during the week and like I was getting so many more little things done around the house that I was kept saying I was going to do so like to me it's just all about kind of going back to basics like, yeah I know what? it's never
0: really glamorous or sexy whatever no. like, like I know no. you know it wasn't it was real, like just kind of working on the small habits and each week we kind of like gradually added on a few more totally. built in more and they just became more ingrained in your routine then and that was it yep. like, it was just yeah you like, really started nailing those morning nighttime routines they yep. became like a thing you stuck to and yeah Everything just kind of followed. Then do you know what I mean. You had time then yeah. to well, you had time to digest your food better, and um, you were like like making more, like you were eating more, like different carbs as well. When you first kind of or that's just totally you off, your carbs did change as well. So like yeah. you kind of eating just kind of rice, pasta, and potatoes. But like you we added a lot more and got more nutrient dense ones yeah. as well nothing wrong with those ones but the variety is more important is important to change them up too and that's a really good good tip for anyone going with hormonal issues is get more root veggies in sweet potatoes uh, carrots turnips parsnips roast some beetroot as well it was a big one I always wanted you to beetroot. eat yeah 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 <laughs> so, I eat beetroot every day <laughs> yeah like it's so yeah. so good um so like you're proof that like these changes and like while if you were to do them all at once they would be a lot but like what we did over the coaching over the 12 weeks we did more than 12 weeks we did like four or five months I think yeah yeah they 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 weren't as they weren't so much then like they, it was just each no. week something. no no because
1: it's the way that you do it like you know you're you're very good at how you kind of introduce people to doing things so like I didn't feel overwhelmed in any way and like there was days when I I remember like I was feeling overwhelmed like and I remember you were like god you're checking like I know boy you seem really stressed and you're real flustered and and um, so yeah like I think it was just how you sort of gradually introduced all of these things to me and like again for me like the check-ins and like the feedbacks were great because like you know it's it's videos or whatsapps so and I could whatsapp you if I wanted to leave you voice messages and just kind of having you there at my fingertips if I needed you for things like that that's a big thing as well like so you know it's a credit to you and how you're doing things like so
0: <laughs> yeah like
1: it was just yeah but it was just like it was like it was just um it was just so easy and as I said it's just honestly like it's really just it's changed my whole life in such a really really positive way and I'm telling everyone about you like so
0: (laughs) yeah oh thank you
1: But what I'll ask
0: you then what were you surprised about when like the most out of the whole journey like what surprised you from when you started did you think like it would change as much as it did or no
1: no so I think I think cuz when I kind of reflect on when I reflect on the 5 months again like just repeating what like repeating what I've said it's like it's stripping it back to basics in terms of food like your sleep um like just your 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 life like things that you're doing in your in your life like I didn't I didn't actually think that you know me me getting up you know, earlier in the mornings, me going to bed earlier in the evenings, me reading my book and all these little tweaks. Because as you said, with my diet, like my diet was really good. And down on paper, my diet was brilliant. Like, and that's why I was just like, what is going wrong that this isn't working? Like, so for me, it it was kind of like, it's, it's knowing the signs and looking at a day from a helicopter view and just thinking like, you know, if I had a bad bowel movement that evening, it's reflecting on like what happened. And, And just kind of trying to attack the day better the next day and really managing stress. It was a big, big part for me. Like, and definitely the sleep. I I can't get over how much I'm sleeping now. Like, I slept for nine and a half hours last night, like, and I woke up this morning. I cannot get over how much I'm sleeping at
0: the minute. Yeah, yeah. And like, your energy improves so much more. I think you realized then you needed that. That was your sleep. uh, Like, that was But I always
1: said that to you. I was like, I am a big baby. If I, like, honestly, if I, get like seven hours or less i am literally like a 10 year old child like i cannot yeah
0: and there is i think if you're going through any sort of hormonal issues you need more sleep like it's just something you need to prioritize and there's a lot to said for the simple thing like managing your sleep and prioritizing your sleep and oh it's huge for me yeah yeah and huge 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 yeah, it's a it's a really really important one and like that as well like you know people always look at diets you know what am i kind of what i do the keto diet what i do vegan or paleo what will i do next to try and fix my hormones go back to basics look at your life as a whole a helicopter view i love i love the way you say that it's a really good way of saying it like where are your stressors like are you looking after yourself are you making time for yourself are you prioritizing your self-care and self-care isn't about face masks and pampering yourself it's about actually getting your sleep and you know not not being saying yes to everyone and doing things for other people at the expense of your needs and that kind of stuff as well and there are things that you really do need to look at because they massively impact your hormones and your and your health in general uh, yeah. and that that's what like yeah like for you it wasn't that there was a few changes to diet but like it wasn't dramatic it was more your your routine your stress and um, and that's like it might just need a coach to kind of look at that for you at the start and now you're 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 grand like you're on your own you're that's what the whole thing is like you're able to go out there on your own and like you've got your routines in place now you know what's okay for and I think you've got the awareness now that's simple we've said that a few times now now you have the awareness that okay I had a really stressful day in work today I know how to manage this and like you're not going to go off and do a like a a spin spin class right after a day like that whereas before you might have and not realize
1: I would have been like on absolute just tunnel vision like I'm going to the stressful day to the stressful gym and like it's knowing now like whoa put the brakes on here now like there's something and like look there's days when you can't do that and that's fine like there's days when you know I have a stressful day and I have to race on the Sunday and like it is what it is there's days I don't get my sleep like Jesus I'm definitely not perfect here but like you know overall if you look at like 31 days in a month I mean like I have significantly changed how I live my life like and it's been and it's been a really really like a positive change and like you know even like you're talking like when we were talking about my cycle there like I said like my cycle was like 25 days and like you know I was ovulating around like day like 15 or whatever and like my luteal phase was a lot shorter and like we've we've actually increased that now like you know what I mean and that that just that alone has just changed everything like yeah, yeah. that second part of my cycle has just changed everything for me like
0: yeah it's amazing yeah. That, like it reduces that pms the heavy pain yeah. periods then, and obviously like um for anyone listening as well like a longer luteal phase like not a really long one but like you're kind of looking for around 12 to 14 days kind of the ideal number uh, for fertility and conception as well for that like embryo to implant there as well so short luteal phases do pose a risk for like maybe um you know miscarriage and things like that totally
1: because that that was the thing I was kind yeah. of looking into like you know what yeah. I mean because like you know I'm not saying I'm in you know baby making years at the minute but like it's definitely yeah. something that I think we're all aware especially at, yeah. at our age it's like, something that we're all aware of and like you know I just wanted to give myself like the best possible uh chance um you know because like you know we are hearing of a lot of people that have miscarried and you know it's 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 just it's it's horrendous and i know a lot of people that have gone through it and you know from my perspective i felt like i was going that way just with just with my cycle alone i knew something was wrong i knew something was wrong like so that was a big thing for me as well like that was another reason why I wanted to look at my periods like that was another big thing for me like yeah. yeah
0: like I guess what you did you took control for your short and long-term health really like short-term being like the period pains and the the cramping and the low energy and the long-term fertility obviously and I guess what you did was you're an advocate for your own health you know you didn't just go and take the marina coil and then go on the ponson and you stepped up and looked into what else you could do and then did the work and it's paid off which is great to see <laughs> sorry frozen there hello oh happy there hello hey. happy there technical <laughs> glitch there Excuse Oh, sure look <laughs> i actually think it's me which might be a sign that we'll um cut cut this short well you know I think we kind of covered everything anyway didn't we like we um
1: yeah because I think I think the only thing I didn't say which I think we have touched upon was my energy levels and I don't think I've emphasized that enough as well because I actually think it's such a forgotten memory like but like the energy levels was also like something that I completely completely struggled with like I was like and it was really draining because like I'd be getting up in the morning and like you know I'd be like now I look back on it I'm like it was mental but like you get up in the morning I'd have my breakfast at 11 and then I might not have my lunch until four and then I'd be you know like shoving a Lucas A down my neck and going out on the bike and then having my dinner at 10 o'clock in the evening and like you know that alone like I mean that alone is gonna have you completely exhausted but like energy was like something that I also was really struggling with. Like I was yeah. exhausted and I was like, what is wrong with me? Right I the, and then you're having the like I'd be sleeping. Well. I it's the cravings, but I used to have a I used to have a sleep before I went out on the bike. That's how tired yeah. I was. I used to come in from work, go to bed for like fifteen minutes and then force myself back out onto the bike and like looking back on it, it was just complete madness. But like yeah. energy levels was something else like and as I said, like I think I've kind of forgotten about it because like I think you know it's such a it's not that it's such a forgotten memory it still happens right. every now and then and there's days I wake up and I have a coffee and I'm like oh god I haven't had my breakfast yet yeah. <laughs> but like
0: <laughs> oh, with energy bad. levels
1: <laughs> I know oh I'm such a rebel today like but, uh, but yeah no definitely like just I don't know if I've emphasized that enough but like I really was like completely on the floor I was on the floor like yeah. I'm not lying like as I said, I used to I used to go asleep before I went out and trained and like that's the warning signs like something's not right yeah, there like
0: yeah and like you also came like thinking like like with the insulin resistance and yeah. that, like that was a thing for you because you were constantly like sugar craving or as when you'd eat oh. it, something you'd be feeling absolutely wrecked afterwards so like that was something I don't know like the insulin resistance it may have been a thing but like even if it wasn't we just looked at your blood sugars it managed them and um, oh, game we changer we never confirmed if it was interresistant through bloods so they no, were never no. done and like obviously like um I do look at bloods and stuff with lines but like um we didn't get them we though. were in because no, what happened was we yeah. were in
1: like the pa- we were in the middle yeah. of like the pandemic and the GPs weren't taking anyone yeah. in for blood work yeah. so I remember when I first started with you and you were like well look we'll, we can do the blood work down the line and I was yeah. like "Grand." we just never went there we never really needed need to because things
0: started to improve then anyway yeah like, but that's what the happened the GP, yeah
1: yeah gps wouldn't let me in for blood so that's what that's what was the roadblock there <laughs> like yeah.
0: okay yeah well, that's fair enough like but um yeah, yeah like that's again like another thing that improved for you so like in summary like there is so like you change so much really by just small changes to your your lifestyle more so so if you were to say it into anyone afraid of like managing the hormones I think you would be able to say like I'm not going to speak for you but like one thing I will say before I let you see is that like it's not like about these dramatic changes and completely changing your lifestyle and going on a massive diet or anything like that or adding in loads of like Different, like there is going to be supplements. Yes, there is. We worked in some supplement. I took them all. They don't work. <laughs> <laughs> but there, I was
1: taking hundreds of supplements and nothing was happening. Like
0: yeah, but like it's not all about the supplements and like no. oh, mad diets and. No um cutting out thing because you still enjoyed yourself you still and you did all that like stuff as well that was really important like if I seen that you weren't I mean hurting yourself or you weren't doing something fun I'd nearly be saying to you what are you doing here now Leah like because like I also like that's really like you got to recognize the benefits of you socializing going for your drinks having your pizza going on your holidays and all of that and like you did you went down the country didn't you on holidays camper
1: van for two weeks yeah Yeah. Yeah. obviously your
0: routine was in, in Slightly affected th- at that time, but it yeah. didn't really impact you your progress that much because you still. No. I remember you were like you did. You still had some knowledge. Yeah, at that point you had a good, a good understanding of what you needed to do. So you you worked in some good habits then as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I wasn't like I wasn't on the phone really that much when we were away, and even my digestive issues disappeared, and that's why then we were saying it goes to show you how much stress impacts your digestive your issues because I was totally fine when I went on my two week yeah. holiday. Then I came back to work and it just kind of
0: blew up I again, know. like you know what I mean. I think this is really important that you're saying this, that people are hearing this, because I feel sometimes there's so, like nutritionists, dietitians say this, and it kind of, kind of be just like, oh, that's them at it again. But like from hearing it from your point of view, like just like you know, one of a client or just someone like whatever, who doesn't have a background in nutrition saying no. stress has such an impact on Huge. your digestion. And it really, really. so the, another thing just to take on board from this is like, if your digestion is off. It, it, it is your stress and stress doesn't have to be like this obvious thing. It's going to be the little things you're doing in your day to day life that can be affecting things. So control what you can control and what you can't like, don't get, get obsessed with it and don't worry about it. Like it's going to be there, but do the other, like manage things around that so that that one big stressor isn't completely debilitating your, your health then as a result. Which exactly. Is and
1: you've, you've two, like as a woman, like you've, you've two signs there. Like you have, you've your bowel movements and you have your periods don't yeah. ignore them. Don't yeah. ignore them. Like it's it's not right if either of them are off and they're consistently like that. The signs are there, and like don't be embarrassed to talk about it. Like it's a totally normal thing. Like so, and that's that's the thing I kind of worry about with the younger girls. Like you know what I mean? Because like I can't imagine talking about this stuff as an eighteen-year-old. No, like I'd be i am grand like, talked about it now. Like but yeah like you know the the warning signs are there like don't don't ignore them like you know that's that's my biggest thing like I'm you know it's it and as I said like I'm definitely not perfect like I'll still it'll still happen every now yeah, and then like
0: absolutely. I'm totally like, stressed we, like we always you know said I mean? in our check-ins like it, like there were weeks that weren't like 100% no. were and for went for 100% no. we always said like, it is what it is just go with it like accept that you had a stressful day or a stressful week. What can you do differently to maybe just improve, even if it's just by one percent? Like it's not oh, about right. like improving by one hundred percent, just by one yeah. percent, and that small bit of improvement can lead you to to make other changes, which you did. So, uh, we'll leave it at that. I think. Is there anything yeah. you'd like to finish up with or say yourself before we go? No, I just, like, I I know I keep saying it, but I just do
1: want to thank you for everything. And, like, you know, I'll really miss, i really miss, like, I miss our check-ins already, like. But, I know, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, but honestly, like, it, it's just a credit. To, you've just, you've changed my whole life, like, you really have. And, like, oh. I'm really, I'm so grateful for, just your patience and just your your time and just just how empathetic you were towards me like if I was having really bad weeks and like I mean I went through so much shit like and you were there and that's what I'm saying. Like you're not just a nutritionist like you're you're a coach and like you know you're like a friend now nearly like and mm. as I said like just you're so easy to talk to and as I said like it's just you've really changed my life in such a positive way so I'm so so grateful like and thank you so much like
0: <laughs> oh, thank you so much <laughs> <imagine>. without crying <laughs> <laughs> oh no that's so lovely no thank you, yeah. and likewise I really love working with you and um yeah. you're a pleasure to work with and like, like yeah like most of my clients start to become a bit more like friends after a while because we do have that kind of conversation and that's what I love about working with getting to know you as well in different parts of your life too. Too. and yeah but i um, I do miss whenever we finish up like this but it's also uh, good to see you being able to go out on your and that's what I'm, I'm ready like, to go
1: yeah I'm ready yeah, to fly my wings, wings. like <laughs> yeah, that's it.
0: but like, I just want to thank you so much for giving me your time coming on I really really appreciate it and um, I think this will be so helpful just for people I think it's important I'm going to try and do a few more client interviews and um, because you know as it's I say real. it's like, real yeah, you don't have a background yeah. in nutrition no. you actually went through no. stuff and you just like you know made the changes you're not like this like 100 perfect person you're just trying to do your best for your health and you did like really really well but I think it's good for people to hear that your story so yeah um I'm gonna leave it at that thank you everyone for listening I really appreciate it and um, there's been great support for the podcast in the last few weeks it's been in the charts like for the last few weeks again in the nutrition charts uh so I really appreciate 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 the the listens to downloads I would love if you could leave reviews on iTunes it does make a difference to the podcast uh, so that would be great um for everyone listening but um yeah thank you again and I will be back with another episode very very soon